Welcome to our Clothed with the Sun daily podcast, our reading of scripture and meditation on the gospel of the day. Today is Sunday, July 2nd, 2023. It is the 13th Sunday in Ordinary Time. Our reading today is from the gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to his apostles, Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is a righteous man will receive a righteous man's reward. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because the little one is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. Okay. On this 4th of July weekend, hope everybody is uh, safe and having a good time. And there's one common theme to what Jesus says here today, and that is it has to be all about him. Our parishes, our schools, I say it all the time, they're not about him anymore in so many cases. And look, they shut down and good. It's good that they shut down when they're not about Jesus. And then there's new things that take their place, and these are all about Jesus. And you know what? They thrive, and they draw in tons of people. So let's talk about our country today. See, the founding of our nation is all about God on so many levels. There's just not enough time to tell it all. But then you have what's happening nowadays, and I think we're in the battle. It's, it's a battle right now. There's a lot of people, a lot of good people right now that want to bring America, America, back to Jesus. Jesus wants to be the king of our hearts and the king of our country. It goes back to the Old Testament. God did not want them to have a king per se because he wanted to be their king. But they insisted, we want to be like the other nations that have kings. At that time, Israel was the most powerful nation on earth. They won all their battles. The people insisted we have to have a king. God said, it's not going to go well for you. It will be your downfall to have human beings rule over you, to create idols, in a sense, of things and people on earth. But they insisted, and he gave them Saul, who was a horrible king. He gave them David, who had a lot of good points, and he really tried to make it all about the Lord. Uh, But he also had his bad points. Solomon started good, and then he had his downfall. And then after that, they were horrible. And the whole entire nation fell. And they never really recovered from that. But this this is how it goes. So America was founded as one nation under God. There's a great little book, American History You Never Learned. And then there's another one, uh, Look What Happened While You Were Sleeping. That's the the much thicker version of it. Um, They're written by a friend of Medjugorje is the the name that he uses. 
And the company is Caritas of Birmingham. They write all these great little books. They write a lot about our country. Some of these get into very, you know, challenging topics, conspiracy type topics, but they're I, I like reading them. Um, there's a lot of truth there and they have good sources. Uh, but yeah, mostly they write about Medjugorje and the messages of Medjugorje. Once again, mentioning this isn't a church sponsored endorsement. The church is still investigating Medjugorje, but so many good fruits are coming out of it. I wonder why, maybe because it's all about Jesus. You go there and you're just fully inundated with good things, the Lord and our lady and prayer and peace and messages about scripture and fasting and sacrifice. Anyway, continuing about our country, these books uh, that this man, I believe his name is Terry, he's, he's written, um, have to do with uh, the founding of our country and how God did amazing things through the founding of our nation because it was all about him and God had a plan. So it mentions how our, la- our Lord and Our Lady marked our nation long before Christopher Columbus even. When the Vikings came over in the 1300s, they established a shrine up in uh, Minnesota, I believe. I, I think of the football team, the Minnesota Vikings, where they had explored uh, when settlers came a couple hundred years later. They found a little shrine left by the Vikings, and there was carved into a rock Uh, Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us. That was from the 1300s. Our Lord and Our Lady had already marked this great land of ours. But then not long after its discovery in Mexico, all right, not too far south, but still marking North America, Our Lady of Guadalupe appeared to Juan Diego. And that's an amazing story. And so many conversions took place. And then after that, with the founding of our nation, it's true, there was a religious battle. Many people came for religious freedom. And there's great stories about George Washington, as my mom would say, Washington. Um, The time he was leading a charge in the um, French and Indian War before the revolution, there were a number of Native Americans who uh, he fought against and they killed everybody in his troop. They, they, they slaughtered them all. And they were going after the leader who was this young uh, George Washington. I don't know why he wasn't a general yet. He was maybe a colonel. I don't know. But they couldn't kill him. And he later, when he was president, he met the chief of that tribe. And he said, we tried everything to kill you. And I could have sworn we shot you with numerous arrows. But you just kept getting up. And your your horses kept dying. But you just kept getting up. And finally, you got away unscathed. And we knew you were destined by God to be something great. Because the, the Lord, the God, uh, I forget how they referred to God. But he would not allow us to kill you. And then later, George Washington had his vision, his famous vision. Some people say it's not true. I have a friend who says, well, it's not true because in the 1800s, it was in historical fiction. Okay. My response to my friend is historical fiction. That means it's part fiction and it's part history. So if we find it in the 1800s, 
It's, you know, that person was writing something that they believe to be true, I believe, because many, many people over the past few centuries have told the story, believing it to be true. Apparently, it was placed in the National Archives. These people that were responsible for removing God from school took it out of some of the different places where it was being held in the archives, but it still is there in some places. The story about George Washington praying in 1776 and having a vision of a woman surrounded by angels, wonder who that could be, showing him the great three wars that this nation would fight on its own soil that God had ordained this nation to be victorious in for the good of the whole world. And the first one she clearly showed him was the revolution. The second one, even though it was 1776, she showed him the civil war. And then she showed him a third one where it would just be horrible and devastating. And he said, for this third one, I see a nation that spans from the Atlantic to the Pacific and all the nations of the world come and attack this country. And just when all seems lost, God sends his angels to defend them and protect them and lead them to victory. And then this nation, this republic that God has founded continues with its divine destiny right up to the end, the end of time, that is. So there's so many stories to tell, so many miraculous interventions, such as in the War of 1812. There were numerous miraculous interventions uh, in the revolution. If you read about the revolution, we weren't supposed to win that. There were so many things against us, but all the circumstances just came out in our favor. Why? Because we had divine intervention helping us. We had the Lord helping us because he had intentions for us. And why do things fall apart now? Because we have in so many ways turned away from God. We've pushed God out. People say, why is God not in the schools when all these shootings are happening? Why? Because we have formally stated that we don't want him in our schools. We have formally pushed him out and and therefore out of the lives of our young people. Why are our young people so depressed? Why are our adults so depressed? Because they don't have the Lord. They don't know who they are. They've rejected the very essence of their own being. And as long as we do harm to his little ones, we, uh, we cannot expect to have his blessing. He said it would be better that a millstone be tied around your neck and you thrown to the bottom of the ocean than to harm one of his little ones. So we have to fight the battle for our nation. It starts right there in our own families, in our own neighborhoods, our own sphere of influence. We have to fight the battle for the soul of this nation, for the protection of the unborn, and in so many other ways that God become central, that we don't give in to the whims and fancies of the day and the age that we are living in. When our founding fathers wrote our founding documents, they put God all through there. Thomas Jefferson was using, um, we know he had sources from William Penn, uh, who's all about freedom, and Thomas Aquinas, who's all about the dignity of the person. The fact is, they were recognizing we are children of a God who is almighty. He rules the universe, yet he loves us, and therefore we are royalty, and we deserve to rule ourselves. But in order to rule ourselves, we need discipline, we need knowledge, we need virtue, we need prayer, we need God, we need good morals. They said all these things, and we need courage. We need courage to fight for what we've been given what we've been given being this, this great gift from Almighty God. 
So as we celebrate 4th of July weekend, let us exercise the virtue of gratitude, as they say in Philadelphia, gratitude, um, for what we've been given. We've been given a great gift. We live better than more than 99% of the people in the world now and that have ever lived in this great nation of ours. And it's because of our freedom. It's because of our blessings from Almighty God. And the Lord wants to continue to bless us insofar as we turn to him and make it all about him. This gospel reading is so perfect for this. It's why Jesus says, you know, just to give a cup of water to someone in Jesus's name, we will be rewarded for that. And not to even love our parents more than we love God. Not to love anyone more than we love God. So we ask our Lord to continue to bless us, help us to realize how much we need him, And we ask the Lord to uh, continue to help us to go forward as one nation under God, uh, as a nation of people grateful and a nation of people that continue to receive the blessings of their almighty Father who loves them dearly. Have a great weekend. God bless you.